The growing calls across the nation to defund the police. To end policing as we know it. Off the charts violence in New York City. 11 people shot in just eight hours on this is Sunday. About the police officers, officers who every single day put on that uniform and they run towards danger when we run away from it. What's up? Hey. Giddy up, everybody. Welcome to the Failure to Stop podcast. We are live right now on YouTube where we do it every Friday at 11 a.m. Eastern time. And then we're we're live anytime you plug us in and listen. Anytime. We're, we're always there for you. That's that's how we do it. Fun, fun guy, love guy in the chat says, it's time to hide on the job while listening to this. So I might have just outed him. If his bosses are also <laughs> listening... Uh, good luck trying to find a little little hide and seek with fun guy, love guy, because he's uh, he's trying to find a quiet corner of their their space to listen to the show. Appreciate appreciate that. <laughs> What's going on, dude? Not much, man. Just uh, it's been a fun week, man. We've had a lot of good shows this week, man. I just feel like every show you guys were out of town last week, so. You know, I had to produce the own shows and I messed up audio and everything. But this week seems to be going like super smooth. I can't believe it's already Friday. Nice. It's Friday, Friday. Friday, Gotta get get down on Friday. Friday. Um, Today, guys, on the show, every Friday we do a breakdown of some kind. We we interact with the police response to, you know, a situation, whether they were directly involved uh, or not, cases current or past. Today we are going to talk about this crazy murder story uh, out of Las Vegas. Robert Tellus, an amazing politician, um, decided that a reporter took it a little too far. So he took it a little too far and uh, murdered murdered him. <laughs> so, yeah, crazy. We're going to talk about that and how the police were able to interact uh in this situation or engage in this situation and and make a fast arrest we'll talk about that um if you are new to the show we have four shows a week uh mondays is off the cuff with normally myself and dave the underpaid producer we're gonna i was out of town or dave was out of town and then this week i'm at a conference so i won't be there and it'll be underpaid producer man he's stepping up he's he's co-hosting he's it's crazy. He's even sharing law enforcement stories. Yeah, and I know nothing about law enforcement. <laughs> He's I growing up so I fed, fast. I fed him some stuff. I fed him some, uh, some humorous little, uh, little things for tomorrow to, for his part of the show. But anyway, law enforcement-related news. We cover our – give you our opinions off the cuff on that. Okay, Tuesday nights, Eric and Andrea cover true crime. Uh, all things true crimey on Tuesday nights live on YouTube channel at 8 p.m. and then anytime afterwards on the audio – uh, Thursdays is last call with Tansy. Got some really cool guests coming up, uh, conversations and topics. So you don't have to talk about dead babies and domestics all the time at that weekend barbecue. Uh, you can talk about normal people stuff. So we give you, give you the normal people stuff, interesting things to think about. And then today's show is today's show. Like I already told you. So that is the show. That's the lay of the land guys. Um, do we got, what do we got? Do we have reviews? All right, let's take a look. Let's take a listen. Let's take a look. Hook and Sling, five stars. Great podcast to drink to. (laughs) My lady and I play a drinking game where we have to take a sip every time Mike interrupts or talks over another. What the frick, man? I'm I'm the one that does it the most. What the heck? 
who is speaking during the episode. So far, we've been to the hospital twice for alcohol poisoning. Come on, man. Dude, what's super funny is like I got like a thousand messages. Like I get so many messages about uh, interrupting Andrea all the time. I'm not going to stop, though, because I don't feel like I interrupt her. I don't care what other people say. When I want to talk, I want to talk, damn it. Wow. All right. Great content is grade A and relevant. Keep it up. Guts up. Giddy up. Uh, well, I guess I'll try to f- I'll try to fix that. I'll try to work on that. I don't know. Whatever. But thanks for the review. <laughs> MYB dirtbag can't can't stop, won't stop. I don't know if it's a typo or if, if there's if there's a reason for that. Good show. But after I came home from Nam. Mike arrested me and sprayed me with a fire hose. I had to break out of jail when I found out there was no ghost bed in the cell. He had the National Guard and everything chasing after me, and all I wanted was a burger. I I feel Shame. like that was a late night. Dude, Somebody was, was so just hammered good. and was like, yeah, they need a review. I'm going to give them a review, all right. He's like, what do I want to put in this? One, I wish I had a ghost bed. Two, I wish I had a hamburger. Uh, Eric, you get this last one. Band beard. It's why I breathe every day. What can be said about this growing, throbbing podcast? <laughs> it's just ready to explode all over my ghost bed. Well, I don't have one yet, but I will soon. Trans Daddy's voice is the exact thing I need when I'm in the bakery filling all sorts of soft things with cream and topping glazes. Ooh, that's Informative, a deep, that's a deep educational, right and sexy. Giddy up and get on it. Nice. Thanks, Bandbeard. Very sexual. A lot of... There's a few undertones going on Sexual there. energy. A lot yeah. of sexual energy. <laughs> feeling it. I'm feeling it. <laughs> all right. Hey, listen. Uh, I don't know. Do we want to... Are we cranking out all the, the sponsors now? Are we going to intersperse oh, them? Can, what do you want to do? We can intersperse them. We can say, okay. like, today's show is brought to you by... And do one. Well, today's show is brought to you by Ghostbed. They're the flagship sponsor, folks. They've been with we, us. I love my Ghostbed. <laughs> it's true. Uh, do you get sick of us saying it? Do you get sick of us saying I it? I will not. I get will sick of never saying stop it? saying it. It has been the greatest purchase I made Dude, in 2022. Dude, we were, out of, we were out of town, man. And we're like, I just can't wait to get back to the Ghostbed. I Every Set morning every I woke night up. On vacation. Every morning I woke up and I looked at my wife and I said, "This sucks." <laughs> and she's like, Fuck "What? Us? We suck? Yeah, I suck. Yeah, you're leaving me. Well, that too. No, yes, no, I, I am I love- leaving you, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the ghost, the ghost bed. bed. Vacation was a ten, but it didn't have a ghost bed. Yeah, <laughs> I see what you did there. A little, oh. little TikTok trend, I see. Oh. Right now, yeah. GhostBed is offering a flash sale of 40% off of GhostBed bundles where you can get a mattress and adjustable base. If you use that promo code WOLFPACK, go to GhostBed.com forward slash WOLFPACK, 30% off everything you use. Uh, if you use that code, GhostBed.com forward slash WOLFPACK, mattress, $35 a month, zero down, 0% financing, and that's if you have Last Row Lopez credit you can bundle it all up you can get the ghost bed pillows you can get the sheets you can get the topper get the adjustable base you can get the frames you get all of it baby use that promo code ghostbed go to ghostbed.com forward slash we'll pack our favorite thing about ghostbed is that it's made in the good old usa 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 
Yeah, man, <clears throat> we would be so good in the new Rocky movie. Like they should get us in the crowd at the new Rocky movie to chant USA. It'd be easier I to make like- Rocky look all sleek too for his uh, if he was shaving with the the Manscaped stuff on his ghost. Oh bed. yeah, yeah. You can use a promo code Wolfpack for for Manscaped too and get that twenty percent off. I'm going to do a giveaway here in just a second. Um, I think they should do another Rocky, and I think he should go back to Russia. And this time he just fucking obliterates the dude. Like it's not even a fight. I heard that Dolph Lundgren actually punched Rocky so hard on a dare that he had to go to the hospital. Was it was it Dolph London or or was it Mr. T? I can't remember which one ever it was. He got knocked out. Dolph Lundgren. Like a concussion. Was it Dolph Lundgren? I think so. Got knocked out by. I know that one of them. He he let him. He like actually like suffered. Yep, you're you're right. If he dies, Michael, he dies. It was Dolph Lundgren. Lundgren. What was Dolph Lundgren before he was an actor? He was something. Doesn't he have like a crazy college degree or something like that? I have no idea. There's something about him. It's maybe he's a scientist. Actually, look that up. Know. Look that up. <laughs> uh, yeah, anyway, yeah. Uh, you want to do a ghost pet giveaway? We did a thing on our a Instagram. Ghost pet f- giveaway? I mean, not a ghost pet giveaway. A manscape giveaway. Psych. Almost good. Almost. Man, good. I wow, wanted a that second. Was, I, that's so depressing. I wanted a sec. That's a big letdown, dude. <laughs> like that is a huge. Letdown. Wow, you really, Never you mind, really set yourself away. up for failure there, because now everybody's like, "Well, shit, Manscape sucks." Yeah. I wanted a ghost bed. A ghost now, bed. Now that would be but... something. We should do a ghost bed giveaway. If we had enough money to buy a ghost bed to give it away, we we would. Uh, maybe around Christmas time. Yeah. Sure. Mm-hmm. Let's just yeah. Try have fun something. with that. Maybe. I don't know. Let's I'm try. not contributing. What we can do. I'll call Rich. I'll call Rich at Ghostbed and see what he wants to do. <laughs> yeah, Lumber well, chef um, failure. Or, to I mean, provide. we could probably give away like some pillows or something because like <laughs> Ghostbed pillows. So. Failure to provide. <laughs> <laughs> so true. Uh, Dolph Dolph Lundgren, according to Jill Olson in the chats, has a master's degree in chemical engineering. See, I knew it was something. I knew it was something smarter than. So does the guy who gets me done. weed, but. Uh, uh, <laughs> so is the guy that gets me blue chews. Um, anyway, I do have a, uh, a, uh, manscape giveaway. Uh, we have an Instagram page. It's called Feather stop. If you want to mm-hmm. go to it and follow it, you can get in on all this action too. So on this mm-hmm. one, I did like a little funny, uh, reel with drew breezy, who was filling in for Mike last week. And if you follow the reel, there is a, uh, manscape giveaway at the end of it, uh, contest giveaway. And I said, all you had to do is like and follow us and then tag a friend. And if you do that, you can be entered to win this thing. So without further ado, really quick, Elijah, uh, give me a letter of the alphabet, and then I'm going to choose the first letter, the first name that I see that starts with that letter on our Instagram page. That's an official way to do to Let's do a contest, Let's go right? with M. You want to go with M. Okay, uh, M is a nice letter. Let's see who let me go down to M's here. We've got MX Jackie 219. MX Jackie, Motocross Jackie 219. You are going to get a Manscaped 4.0 package. Listen, I'm going to do one next week too. So we'll have this again. We'll do Sounds another like thing. A so follow us on the Instagram. She is, is but uh, if, she's a motor, if she's a motocross chick, she probably needs to shave that up. <laughs> probably needs to. <laughs> Shape up, ship out. Those motocross chicks can be, and I'm guessing that's what MX stands for. <laughs> no, maybe that's what manscape man, manscape chick. I just briefly clicked on her thing and I see some motocross shit. She's so. knocking down that forest. It's all right. 
Well, MX Jackie, I'll send you a PM, a DM, a, a private message, a direct message, whatever it is. And, instant uh, we'll message. I am old school Ooh, AOL instant. days. We'll give it an instant message. So, congratulations. Drew Breezy's here in the chat. Oh my gosh. <laughs> and so is Brittany Falconer. <laughs> <laughs> but Drew Breezy. Oh my gosh. Breezy Breezy. Speaking of, uh, you said, speaking of last call, uh, we've got Ashley from 60 Days In coming on. I don't know if that's this noise. week or next week. Noise. But one of those There's weeks. a new season of 60 Days In out, so she's got lots to say, it. I'm sure. I'm going to check it out. I'm going to check it out. All right. All right. You got anything else? I like your shirt. Thanks, man. It's like Mickey Mouse out killing fools. I do. I like it. <laughs> Hot death on coffee. All right. Um, let's do this. Let's do it. What do we got? Do it. Do it. Talk to me about uh, Robert Tellis. Ooh, golly! You know what? It's 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 kind of in like an overreach, like an overwhelming thing that we have going on here, like lately. Of just like, I don't know if it's like you know the, the FBI and the politicians. It's just like it's just the culture of politics. The culture. It's at a breaking point, bro. The elite is just. Like, you know, we always want to talk about police culture and that we need to reform police culture and we need to defund police. Like, have you seen the shit that politicians are doing? Like going all the <laughs> way back for the January 6th thing where Nancy Pelosi and Chuck mm. Schumer just completely disregard anything that the chief or the FBI want to do for safety for the thing. And they won't give them any extra help, which leads to this quote unquote insurrection that happens. And then they force the chief to resign, even though it was hundred percent Chuck Schumer and Nancy Pelosi's fault that happens, which is, you, you know, like if you want to get into conspiracies and things like that, why would you not allow them after all the Intel that they had three weeks prior to this? Why wouldn't you give them the assets they need to protect the thing? Unless you just maybe just frankly wanted something to happen. Then we have the whole project Veritas raid, which is a media organization that's unprecedented. No search warrant has ever been served on a media company, much less all the homes of the media companies and having all of their documents, cell phones, everything seized. Then we have the, uh, of course, then we have the indictments for the Ashley uh, Biden diary. Then we have the FBI raid on Mar-a-Lago, which is kind of an unprecedented kind of thing. We have the FBI. I've got the FBI in my home. Beautiful Mar-a-Lago. Yeah. Anyway. Um, and then we've got the Fed napping, the, the, the FBI sponsored. Fed. Well, by the way, these are all episodes that we've already done. So you can go back and listen to all these. We have the Hunter Biden laptop. I mean, it's just like, it just doesn't stop. None of this is going away. And, you know, people are getting Hillary Clinton. Now it's just brazenly. Like, now they're not even getting Hillary Clinton. Now <laughs> What's it's just going like, on? Why is that lady murder. from Naked Gun on the screen? Oh, yeah. And then the queen died. <laughs> oh, and in, it's all news, connected. The queen dies. If she dies, she dies. Uh, were you a fan of the queen? No. Big fan? Big fan of the queen? I'm a fan of the fact that we don't have a queen since like the 1700s. Yeah, yeah. I celebrate that with you. I celebrate yeah. that. With Screw you. that lady. Uh, Betty White Bye. outlived the queen. <clears throat> Let's just uh, USA wins forever. <laughs> That's a strange race because it's not like Betty White was the uh, like a queen or something. Like she was the queen like of entertainment. Just... You take that back. <laughs> She's my queen. <laughs> oh gosh. Um, but this is a. I mean, this is kind of the culture of politics. I, Dude, I, I the, don't know. The, the culture of politics or 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 what is... Now, politics is unavoidable. Po so I see... Like, politics is is a word f 
essentially to me is how humans interact with each other in a in a society. Politics is not something like people like don't bring up politics. Listen, politics is unavoidable. Everyone lives in the culture of politics. Like it's it's part of how humans interact. Period. Sure. But our current political culture is hurtling towards oblivion. And at this point, like I'm going to sound like crazy conspiracy theorists. I am 100% in favor of a global elite cabal that's running everything. I don't like people can call me crazy all you want. I just believe it now. I mean, I, I think there's just because, like there <laughs> just, is like a ramping I, th- up. I think there's a political elite. I think it's through the World Economic Forum. I think that they're running shit and <laughs> that's just the way it is. I believe it. And the frogs are all being turned gay. Yeah, whatever, dude. I'm just kidding. I don't know. I, I, I believe it. No, I, I do. Like, listen, I, I, at this point, what else I is there? I believe anything. Think? It's all out in front. <laughs> I just feel like the, the, the ruling elite just, they, they've, they've created an environment where they think they can get away with anything. And now these like lesser politicians, they can get really away nobodies, with they do think that they can get away with it. I mean, look at the sheriff for Wake County, Gerald Baker. I mean, this guy, uh, one of his officers gets killed. Um, it takes him two hours to respond to a dead officer on the side of the road, which is he comes from four hours. It takes him four hours to get to the scene, but tells everybody that they have to hold the scene and they can't do anything. So if they leave the body uncovered, they do, they can't pull dash cam. They can't pull body cam. They won't notify. They didn't put out a bolo that night at all. It takes them four hours to get there. Two high ranking individuals end up getting in a fight in the field because one wants to just like say, screw the sheriff. Let's get this investigation going. The other one's like, we can't just do that. They have a verbal altercation. There's complete chaos. Then there's a funeral. They don't want the sheriff at the funeral. He goes to the funeral anyway, and they sh- they don't want them to like present. The- it's just chaos. At the end of the funeral, he ends up demoting anybody that was close to Ned and his family. Or that put anything on Facebook. So he he like demoted like tons of like canine officers. I think they only have like one working canine. I mean, the emails and stuff that I've been getting, I haven't gone through them to, to verify what's what, but it just seems like absolute chaos. Um, but he lost in the primaries and now he's trying to do this whole, I'm going to get back at everybody because I lost in the primaries and, and they think that that's kind of, you know, why it took him four hours to respond because he just doesn't care anymore. Um, and it's almost a similar situation to this guy where he loses the primaries but instead of just not giving a fuck, he goes out and, and, and murders the yeah. guy who he blames well, to be it. But. These politicians, man, it's like, well, why why does the FBI have photos that they they are leaked of the raid on Trump's Mar-a-Lago and we have no leaked photos of the raid on Epstein? Right. Yes. That's why? a great question. Why? It's stupid. It's The reason why is because all of the politicians involved, there's only one logical conclusion to deduce from this and that is they are all involved yeah that's it wow that's it it's ridiculous just just turn the show off we're done i feel like we can't really give you anything better than that the the wise thing to do is to go uh, stock up on ammo and be ready i don't know i don't i don't don't know anymore dude (laughs) i'm at a i'm at a loss because we keep I, and I, I don't, I don't the, the midterm elections will be really interesting to see because we keep putting these turds in power. Uh, we keep giving it to them because we're too comfortable. We, we choose comfort over, um, over conviction. That's just it. We're, we're a flaccid culture and we deserve every bit of the complete obliteration that this country is going to go through in the next five to 10 years. 
uh, we, we will not be the we will not be a superpower. We're going to we're we are going to sink into a vast depressive state as a nation. Unless one man. No, there's with no unless. One goal. Oh, the two men, one podcast, change the world. Now God's judgment's coming. It ain't going to be pretty. <laughs> you know, we're covering two like the we we have two murders this week that made headline news. One we'll cover on night shift, but. Uh, Two of them where the person was supposed to be in jail for murder, but had been let out far too early. One guy had only did one year in prison. It's part of the on plan, a man. Term, and and it, at first it was a first degree murder charge that got reduced to an uh, uh, I don't know, like aggravated assault. So he's supposed to do three years. He ends up doing one year and then goes out and just goes on a rando shooting live on Facebook. It's a very, it, it, you're right. It's a very odd. The time everything is, you know, you got cops that accidentally kill somebody, which should go to jail because you accidentally killed somebody, but they're going to jail for 22 years. But you have somebody who purposefully killed somebody and they're going to jail for one year. Um, or in Illinois, bizarre. if you do second degree murder, it's a non detainable offense now. You can get uh, cited and released, booked and released <laughs> for murder. Yeah. What? Kidnap and kidnapping. What's the oh that that's the post that you put on your your face? Yeah, yeah. You think it's you oh, think it's like God. Babylon B or something or satire no. or whatever? No, no, no. It's 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 entirely real. You can actually watch people discussing this. It took them all of about forty five minutes to argue this and pass this into law. It's part it's of the all, plan, man. You're right. I mean, the, it's, pla it's, the it's, plan is to weaken like law enforcement culture like and enforcement so much that there is so much chaos. They create the problem and then pretend to have the solution to the problem that they created. And the solution is going to be like fe like a, a federal law enforcement. Yeah, of federal, course. Yeah, they're freaking you know, which fascist, is the dude. Ramping up of the the IRS and the the Biden's <clears throat> nonsensical random uh, Hitler speech and gosh, uh, dude, that yeah. Let's talk about that really quick. How bizarre. we're off track? I said we were talking about telling. No, us, but I I, I like no. This, listen, it all it's it's all good, but like I mean, there was a lot of things to uncover this week. I think we should uncover them all today and break it all down because it is going to come to play in this murder because it's an accumulation of all this political climate that is just absolutely When you out call of your political rivals all threats to democracy, yes. anybody that didn't vote for you basically is a threat to democracy. Do you what think it's kind odd? of nonsense is this? Do you think it's odd that like two weeks ago when somebody kind of leaked to us, uh, we're, we're an FBI member. And as I said, I don't think everybody in the FBI is, is, I think the FBI as a whole is very corrupt, but I don't think FBI agents on an individual basis are corrupt. But uh, one of them whistle blew or leaked uh, the new, it was, you know, it was marked, I guess, confidential, but uh, the domestic terrorist watch list symbols. And this was like three weeks ago. I remember those symbols were the Betsy Ross flag, the don't tread on me yeah, flag, yeah. the Punisher skull, the Spartan helmet. So that means if I go to a Spartan race and I wear like a little Spartan shield helmet from a Spartan race, am I a domestic? Yes. Is that a, a symbol terrorist. of domestic terrorism? Yes. Like it's crazy. Too much aggression. I, you know, if, if I was in CAG and I deployed to Iraq in 2003 and I used the mark of the Punisher skull, am I a domestic terrorist? And then, man, holy crap, you're going to get me going. I'm getting fired up. Let's go. Listen, Let's go. Fire listen, up, dude. Baby. It's Friday. And then <clears throat> that senile, old, uh, wrinkled up, uncirked piece of skin that is occupying the Oval Office, 
that guy says, oh, well, you're going to need uh, F, you got to go against our F-15s and stuff like that if you ever think you're going to take over the government. Hey, dumbass. How do you say that at the same time as some dude in a Viking helmet is walking in and there's some old lady waving at the camera and the cap you think we need f-15s or whatever to go against the government when we just traipsed in while you opened the gates for us and then called it an insurrection shut your mouth old man dude a bunch of like old like a, a bunch of like older than fighting age males because all the fighting age males were killed uh, in other wars, we have an entire third world country, Afghanistan, that whooped up. Well, I don't say they whooped our ass for 20 years, but they held their ground for 20 years. We didn't beat them <laughs> with F-15s and they didn't even have rifles. So, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Uh, Man, I, I, but that I'm speech was very this, bizarro. Like who, who, did, who right thought now. it was a good idea <laughs> to make that the background like that with him raising his fist i mean like, what about cnn changing the color oh. gradually to be a different color because they knew how bad it looked because, yeah and, and like, you're gonna how, stick the, like, you're gonna stick journalism. the military behind you two dudes two marines behind you with a red draped background it's like did he did he read a comic book about joseph stalin and then be like that's what i should do because that looks cool what is going on who is handling this guy? What retard is deciding this is a good thing to do randomly on like a Tuesday night in Philadelphia? You morons. Yeah. It While did calling like it the rest true. of the country semi-fascist? You freaking idiots. Stop voting for this bullshit. Stop. <laughs> it's like a solvable problem. Stop caring more about your stupid Netflix and vote for people that aren't idiots. Yeah, but I think most it's of the like country did. It's like a fixable problem. I think most of the people did vote for somebody else. And then uh, the tyrants that be were like, no, nope, you know what? We're going to give you who we want. And it's going to be People Joe downstairs Biden. at my office are probably like, what is going on with Mike today? You're like stomping on the floor. <laughs> Bro. I did get you fired up, dude. It's like, like so it. ridiculous how it, in your face it is. It's it's not even like they're not even trying to hide the agenda. They're just it's it's communism in plain sight. It's not just a communist political agenda. They are pedophiles. They they're trying to normalize pedophilia. 100%. They are perverted psychotic evil people that are that we have allowed because of our own preferences for comfort to take positions of influence and authority and power they are getting rich off of being in congress they are they they have hedged the whole thing the game is rigged it is so obvious. It's not even it's not even up for debate. It's anecdotal at this point. People are like, well, can you prove that there's a I don't need to prove anything. It's just pointing at it. You just go, look. Just look at it. It's anecdotal evidence at this point. It's 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 just mind-numbing that it's even a discussion. It's mind-numbing. They're evil people that want to harm your children. They're literally they're saying it is it is 
not okay to smoke a cigarette until you're 21, but it is okay to decide that you're another gender at four. Wake up. Wake up, people, because if you support this nonsense, you need to be obliterated off the face of the planet. Yeah, let me smoke cigarettes. Eliminate, eliminate this, man. This is nuts, dude. None of this has to do. We're thirty minutes in, no, and we mean, haven't it, made it, it really, we haven't it, made it, sense of Robert Tellus at all. Well, I think this all makes sense with Robert Tellus, to be honest with you, uh, because Robert Tellus is just he thinks he's part of this ruling elite political climate. He sees everybody else getting away with it. He sees the Epstein shit getting away with it. He sees uh, the Donald Trump stuff getting away with it. The Russia collusion stuff getting away with it. The Ukraine Burisma deals, Hunter Biden getting away with it. The laptop getting away with it. The Ashley Biden, my dad's a you know, a pedophile getting away with it. All of these things, man, uh, everybody else is getting away with it. Why can't, why can't I Robert Tillis, clerk of County court, uh, elected official. Why can't I get away with it? Why Robert, can't, why does, why does, uh, James O'Keefe get rated? Why does Trump get rated? And listen, I'm going to be really, really clear. James O'Keefe. I mean, I think that he does excellent journalistic work. I don't know the guy. He could be a, a jerk for all I know. I don't know. Trump, I, I am not a personal fan of Trump. I don't, I don't think he is a phenomenal moral example, okay? So don't, I, I'm not, I, I'm not um, going all in on Trump, but why does he get to be rated? Why has Hunter not been rated? Why, I just don't, <laughs> why, why has Biden not been rated? We have a, they, they have had to admit that the diary is real. Ashley Biden has written documentation saying, I took inappropriate showers and was over-sexualized by my father. Why isn't he rated? What? Meanwhile, the guy that did that is, has a red background pounding on a podium telling you that if you didn't vote for him, you're a threat to democracy. It's wacky, dude. It's it's bizarro world. And it's happening all right in front of us. I don't know. It's nuts, dude. It is. It, 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 it is nuts. And I think it's coming to a boiling point, right? I, I think that Austin DiTulio says they were actually rated. What are you a, are you on crack? <laughs> Austin, did you literally? Are you with Hunter right now? He said weren't. Oh, oh. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm laughing. I'm about ready to go. go crawl through the screen and punch Austin in the nuts. Like, what are you talking about? Are you on crack? <laughs> what if he was like, yeah, yeah, actually. I am on crack right now. I'm on a fucking three day bender. I wanted to tune in your show. Look, I'm not happy about it, but I I really love the show. I'm trying to get on the right path. Guys, I'm on crack right now. And I accidentally wrote were instead of weren't. I apologize. (laughs) Now I'm going to go cut myself. Bro. (laughs) Let's just change the whole show. Four times a week, it's just ranting. Dude, listen. I was I, I actually I, like I listened to louder. It look with, like you've aged like twelve years. <laughs> I am. I'm trying to time travel back in time to prevent all of this from ever happening. <laughs> I've been there. I've been to the Austin's future. Austin's like, damn, it. bro. <laughs> uh, 
I was about to go straight scorched earth on Austin. Austin, I was gonna, Austin just <laughs> never joins. I was going to dedicate social media bandwidth for a week to Austin, just roasting like, his life. Austin's that dude from Chicago that like tried to catch the foul ball, like that was going out of out, like going into the stands, and he caught it and then like became like the most hated human being on the planet Earth. And he had to go on like the witness protection program for like fifteen years. That's uh, <laughs> that's uh, that, that's going to be that's uh, what like, one typo would do to Austin. you, Austin. Yeah, like the whole wolf grammar. Concept. That's like, how important grammar is to society. They're trying to dox him, like right now. They're like trying to figure out where Austin lives. Like grammar will be is. the savior. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but it's just, it says Austin almost died. Well, uh, Robert Tillis, um, getting back somewhat. I mean, I don't think we've actually gone off topic at all. So, um, but Robert Tillis is a duly elected Democrat Clark County Public Administrator. Some news sources think it's important to say Democrat. Some don't. I would just say that if it was a Republican, they would all be using it. I don't, I don't know. But uh, yeah, Rob's primary this focus. Is, this is typical behavior of, <laughs> of a GOP guy. Yeah. Well, the, thing, the crazy thing, if it was a Republican, I think it would be like a much bigger deal than it is. Just like if a Republican party hired a bunch of FBI agents to then infiltrate three dum-dums. So you have four FBI agents and three dum-dums to dim plan a kidnapping that never would have happened without the FBI's influence. Yeah. Like it would be, it would be like the end of the Republican party. Like even, I think even other Republicans would be like, damn, that's kind of took that a little too far. That's, that's <clears> pretty <throat> fucked up. And then, the, and then a, a jury acquits them. And then the government says, no, 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 no. We're going to call a mistrial because three people are gun owners. And so they're biased and we're going to do another trial. And then they're going to lose that trial and they're all going to go to jail makes zero sense. But Rob Tillis, you know, regardless is a Democrat and he's a duly elected clerk County public administrator. And this is what the website uh, of the clerk of County courts in Nevada has to say on his uh, about me page. It says Rob's primary focus is to ensure that the CCPA serves the community as best as possible. Prior to his election, Rob Tillis was the principal and founder of a Las Vegas law firm that focused primarily on estate planning, probate and probate matters. Robert has been a clerk of county resident for over 20 years. He is happily married and a father of three wonderful children. He is a graduate of UNLV's Boyd School of Law, where he participated in a number of organizations and competitions that honed his legal advocacy skills and knowledge. Rob has received awards for both his professional work and community work in Las Vegas. <clears throat> None of this is true, by the way. Well, I mean, maybe some of the awards and stuff are true. Uh, happily married, absolutely not. Because this whole thing is going to start because he's boinking somebody else that works in the clerk of county court's office. Matter of fact, the girl that he's with is uh, allegedly with is going to be Re Roberta Lee uh, Kennett is her name. And I'll show you a, a quick picture of her. Um, but uh, so here's the, the alleged affair. Well, one, let me just show you a picture for those of you who are listening. Let me show you a, a, a picture of old Robert who's happily married. Does he look like a happily married man to you, Mike? Looks like he looks somebody like just he looks cooked dinner the wrong way. <laughs> he looks like you when you're talking uh, about current <laughs> politics. That's <laughs> me at the end of end of today's rant. <laughs> <laughs> he looks just like you. I thought I had a picture of um, of old homegirl on here, but I guess I don't. But uh, anyway, he and and this female. Uh, so the victim in this case is Jeff Gurman. Um, and we'll talk a little bit about Jeff Gurman. I'll give you kind of like his his bio. But uh, Jeff Gurman was a, a pretty notable and pretty almost like pretty famous journalist. He is a famous journalist. Um, he looks he worked for the Las Vegas Review Journal, 
He's been in the journalism game for like over 30 years. And one of his big hit pieces is, was in the 90s when he went after the mob. And he actually went after a, a mob a mobster named Fat Herbie. And uh, so he, he goes hard in the mob, which leads ah, to some Fat Herbie. Mm. <laughs> I'm Fat Herbie. Hey, hey, hey. Uh, he was a hard news guy. Um, did like real, real journalism. And that's what he does. Like his whole thing is just breaking cases wide open. So he had a true crime podcast before, like before they even had true crime podcasts, he wrote a true crime book all about Las Vegas mafia murders. And he was like mm. getting super deep. And, and there were like, there was a time when they thought he should probably be a little bit more careful because if he keeps fucking around with the mob so much, writing these books and going after fat Herbie and things like that, that maybe the mob would take a hit out on him, but they didn't. Because he's a journalist. And there's kind of like a, it's like, it's like when the quarterback wears like a red jersey at practice, you just don't fucking hit him. You know what I mean? Um, so journalism kind of, you know, journalists kind of wear that same kind of cloak. But uh, sure. he worked on a bunch of other stories. One of the big stories that he was currently working on um, and has been working on for a while was the mass shooting in Vegas on the Vegas Strip during the concert. And um, he was actually the first one to point out that the first round that he that the guy fired was actually at those gas tanks, which were completely unprotected. And they made a bunch of new policies about the gas thing. He also went hard in uh, on Las Vegas, um, which is actually going to lead to a kind of a, a squad that took place in in this case. But he you know, said that there wasn't really any kind of training, um, mass training to go after a killer like what happened at that mass shooting. And there was like a lot of things that they learned from, from the mass shooting. A lot of things that he uh, kind of disclosed in his journalistic outtakes of, of what happened there. And so that led to a crime team uh, that Las Vegas put together, which is called the uh, major violations section, the major violation. And they're known as Nevada's posse. <laughs> and literally they're, mantra and their their slogan is four men in shadows on horseback that look like a posse from tombstone nice so they now that that unit the major violations section known as the mvs there is a tactical surveillance and apprehension unit did you have something like that where you worked in detroit what well, did well, you guys in have the like Detroit a, area i didn't i didn't work for detroit proper but oh, uh sorry. Yeah, I just want to make that clear. I don't want people to think oh. that I'm like saying that I work somewhere I didn't. Uh, yeah, I mean they have they have different tack units or or whatever, but nothing like a major violator. Uh, I mean Detroit has like like a major major crimes type. Well, so this is a, this is different than thing. major. This is different than major crimes. I looked mm -hmm. it up because I think they do have a major crimes unit, but the 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 MVS, which, okay. So like the reason why they're going to call it MVS is because they don't want to like allude to what it really is. And that's like Raleigh's unit is called Teru. And I don't even know what Teru it's like, I don't even know what Teru stand for, but with their whole job in life is they're the ones that wear like the time Warner cable jumpsuits and they go up on poles and put in pole cameras or, um, they GPS cars, but they're always playing clothes. Like you don't even know, like yeah, most of the guys, NY, on Teru, NYPD you know, I've has never that. seen Teru. It's a uh, technology. Yes, there it stuff. is. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. Something, something to do with like tech type things. They're the ones that are like enhance, enhance. You know, like and they're using footage yeah. and 
getting they're 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 the ones that like go back to like street cams and try to find and piece together evidence that way and that kind of stuff. Yes, and that's from what I've gathered. That's what this MVS section um, of Nevada Metro Police has. That's what they do. Um, their primary mission is to locate and survey suspects under investigation. Um, and if appropriate, they'll usually apprehend them. I guarantee you those guys probably don't do any of the apprehension. It's probably uh, plain clothes officers that do that apprehension. I guess they can. They, they, they obviously can because they're sworn law enforcement officers. But uh, Robert, uh, I mean, but um, uh, Jeff, he's the one that kind of like got a lot of this uh, attention by being a journalist. Um, by the way, his podcast is called Mobbed Up and he did all the journalistic research for Mobbed Up, the fight for Vegas. So he's just done a lot. He's done a lot of invest. Like, dude, he's investigated uh, other politicians in the area that were taking funds and going on these lavish trips and he exposed them. And on this particular occasion, he's been doing this kind of investigative work for like 30 years. And he went after like a, a national, like a white national sub- white supremacy group, like in the, in Nevada a while back too. And that was kind of a thing where they you know thought he should be careful because it was a large group. And, um, Anyway, the guy's always had his hands in like very dangerous things, but nobody's ever really come after him. And he seems like a, a pretty good guy. I, I've, I've read a lot of this stuff and the the things. He seems like a very fair journalist, actually. Um, like a real, like the old school journalist where he's like, I get a complaint and then I'm going to go and like interview people and, you know, like real journalism. Yeah. That's this guy. He's a real, real life journalist, like investigator. Uh, matter of fact, in this case, the FBI used a lot of his investigation, not the FBI, the Las Vegas Metro Police used his investigations to solve his own crime. But anyway, a crime. So he gets this report um, about this politician, uh, Robert Tellis, who has created such a hostile work environment. He's been known as being a huge bully in the clerk's office that one of the employees for the city decides that he is so sick of certain people getting unfair, like getting uh, unfair treatment that he's going to start video recording kind of everything this guy does. And he catches Robert um, in the back seat, boinking this girl, Roberta Lee. Now I I've watched the video. Definitely looks like they're probably doing that. Now I don't, I boinking. mean, maybe they weren't, though. maybe they weren't <laughs> shagging. Boinking. Maybe they boinking. weren't shagging. Maybe they were in the back shagging. seat uh, playing shagging some more. Dancing. The horizontal but, mambo. But why take your <laughs> car, your SUV, into a Speaking of the garage. horizontal mambo, you you look like I've had four beers and I take you home, buddy. This is failure to stop Nintendo edition, original, eight <laughs> bit. <laughs> all right, so he's boinking someone in the back seat. Yeah, I mean, allegedly. I mean, I think, of course, right now they're all like saying, you know, he denies it. He says that, you know, that this was preposterous and that there's no way. I watched the preposterous. video. Preposterous. They're definitely in the backseat in a parking garage while they're supposed to unwork. She gets out. She does massive adjustments to her work skirt or dress or whatever you call that uh, piece of female clothing that she's wearing. And um, she adjusts everything. And then, you know, you know, looks at herself, makes sure she's up before they walk away and, and, and separate from each other. So, I mean... I don't know. If it looks like a duck, quacks like a duck, it's probably a fucking duck. But, you know, perception is not reality. Maybe they're back there creating a surprise party and her pantyhose fell down. I don't I don't fucking know. But I'm going to go with you. people still wear point. pantyhose? Is that a thing? My wife does. Nylons? Uh, yeah, she wears pantyhose. I don't think we call them pantyhose, though. I think we, she calls them uh, leggings. 
don't know. I don't know. I remember growing up, it was like nylons. I'm just, I go as far as like putting my wife's panties. I only just wear my wife's panties. I don't wear her pantyhose. I just wear the panties. I only do that sometimes when I'm really horny. Moist. Oh, gross, dude. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, I do. They make me moist. Um, they smell funny after I wear them. But anyway, uh, so, so Robert Tillis, this guy, he breaks the story about all of this. And it leads to him losing the primaries last um, uh, in May. So he loses the, the primaries in May. Or actually, it was June 14th that he loses. On June 18th, he puts out some tweets. Um, this was his tweet. Wife here's wrestling in the trash. Honey, is there a wild animal in the trash? Me, no, dear. It looks like it's just Jeff Gurman going through our trash for his fourth story on me. So he's like super butthurt <laughs> that he got exposed for being a cheater, a bully, and everybody in his office absolutely <clears throat> hating him and creating a hostile work environment. On June 24th, Telus concedes the primary election. July 1st, um, he comes out and, and gives like an update on his web, on his website, on the website page that he refers to the journalism as a fabricated scandal. And that's what causes him to lose the, the trial. I mean, the primaries on September 4th. So here's where the investigation starts. So this guy, Robert Tillis, and I'm going to go ahead and put up this picture for our live viewers. This and this is all this was all found by the major violations section. So they put all this together on September 4th after this this murder here. So they they've get this footage of this man who Looks is like wearing me trying not to get a sunburn at the beach. Exactly. So this is like Las Vegas hot boy summer, like straight up scorching hot weather. And he is wearing a bright orange construction long sleeve reflective sunburn proof shirt with a baggy blue khaki pants that are way too big and not hemmed uh little white nike shoes and then one of those big giant i call them mexican hats because i wear them and i buy it from the mexican store but it's those big giant straw hats that are not vietnamese but they're mexicans typically wear them that's the only way i can describe that big giant mexican straw hat and uh so and then he's got a blue bag and then he's wearing black gloves and he's walking up and down the street on friday morning prior to this murder and he's walking up and down the street in front of uh jeff german's house so he walks up and down the house at 11 18 uh he goes up to the house knocks on the door and uh and uh, through multiple so like this is an affluent neighborhood this is a nice neighborhood so everybody's gonna have those ring doorbells so i i haven't seen the evidence because they haven't put it out because this all just happened but like they were able to take like his car, where his car came, where he walked from. So they got a picture of the car, the picture of where he walked from, the picture of him going to the door and getting uh, German to come out. They go around the side of the house for some reason. Um, at that point, Robert is going to mount Jeff and then stab him seven times, fatally, fatally stabbing him seven times. Um, and then he's going to walk away, get back in his car, and then he's going to drive off. Allegedly allegedly now um that on september 4th uh las vegas metro pd say that they discover the body uh, of the victim here and uh it's right outside his home on broad circle um the on september 6th so this is like two days later but like don't get so caught up on the date because this happened they find the body at noon 
So like this is probably by like super early in the morning on six. So it's probably still like less than 24 hours because all these things, they take a lot of time, right? Like we find the body at noon. Well, now we've got to start. Now you've got to hold the scene and we've got to wait for detectives to get there, which probably is going to take 30 to 45 minutes for the detectives to get there. Once the detectives get there and they realize that they have a body that's definitely been murdered, they're going to expand the crime scene um, and they're going to start combing for evidence directly related to the crime scene to see exactly what this, you know, what they're working with. And that's probably going to take, what would you say? Like another hour, two hours? What was it for your department? I mean, it just depends. And I guess it depends on what kind of evidence is there, how fast things can or can't move, you know, like I would say like something fastest though. Yeah. I mean, like if something is super, something is super obvious, but yeah, I mean, yeah, that that sounds about right. Like, you know, it's like, it's not like the movies where they just come on. They're like, it's a Maida. And we've got suspect information. No, it's like, we've got a murder. Okay, let's get a crime scene set up. Let's go and start combing the grass for evidence. Let's get the cameras up. Let's get the cameras out. Let's get a picture of the body. Let's get the body covered up. Let's do all the things. Let's get a command post set up. All the things that got to happen. And then you've got your police officers who are canvassing. Now you've got this, uh, this MSV team who's going to go by and start collecting all this uh, ring. Call in the for- mounted unit. Yeah, call the in posse. the posse. Call, call in the, the posse. posse. And so within the next like four to five, it's six, CSI. seven hours. It's like, this looks like a job for the posse. Yeah. Wait, they get all of this. They do that get again, all you said? Yeah. Hold on. I got to do my CSI again. This looks like a job for the posse. Yeah. That's what happened. Actual footage. <laughs> Actual footage. <laughs> um. So we have he to do goes something because they, the crop the, the the viewers can only see me right now, so I have to entertain them. <laughs> um, <laughs> and I was trying to think of like who like what was it like one of the bald ones that always came up with like the really stupid fucking lines, but I couldn't think of one right now. But um, <laughs> I, I was going to try to drop one of those, but I couldn't I couldn't drop it for you. Usually they're um, just accidentally <clears throat> shooting people. But they put together all the evidence um, from these ring footage cameras, from pole cams, from all the things that they got. And they release a video to the public. Um, and this is what's in the video. This is a maroon Yukon Denali mm-hmm. that the man is going to exit. He's going to park it and then go canvas the neighborhood like walking around. You can around. see that, uh, that vest in the driver's seat. You, oh, absolutely. You can see the vest in the, in the driver's seat. And this is like a very identifiable Yukon GMC Denali. Like the guy driving this in his clothes does not match the car, which I know is like judgmental. And ridiculous, but come on, like it's a very government issued looking Yukon Denali, chromed out everything. <clears throat> Probably got the leather interior, you know, the black leather uh, seats and the whole nine yards. And so they find that they release the picture of homeboy walking up and down the street, and all of a sudden, of course, they get a lead very quickly. And it's not even a lead from people. It's a lead because they are able to go through, they say, the lead comes in that, hey, FYI, I work at the city clerk's office and uh, Robert Tillis and Jeff have had this like feud going on and that looks like Robert's vehicle. So this mounted Las Vegas unit goes and starts pulling more, more cams from that neighborhood. That, he, mm-hmm. that 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 Robert lives in. And so they obviously the the murder happens at around 11:45 just right after 12 noon the Yukon drives 
right up and pulls into the garage at uh, Robert's house. So they've got a great oh timeline. They've got great pictures of the video. And by the way, yes, the, the vehicle that Rob drives is a maroon GMC Yukon Denali with chrome handles, uh, door handles with uh, chrome lining all over the thing and the chrome wheels. So again, a very identifiable GMC Yukon Denali. Um, they go, they, they name him as the number one suspect. Now the news gets there, gets word of this and they're going to pounce down on Robert Tellis's home to see like, Hey, why are the cops questioning you? Because originally what happens is they get this information. They've got a great timeline and Robert willingly voluntarily goes down to the station to answer questions. Now he's not under arrest yet. He's just been detained. Mm -hmm. Um, and this is going to be important, right? Because this happened in um, the case with George Floyd, where Derek Chauvin is brought into the station and he's questioned and then he's released and then he's rearrested. But remember how everybody just lost their fucking mind and just like, oh, this would never happen and blah, blah. blah. It happens every time because oh, that's detained how, that's how it does works. not mean arrested. It's exactly that. It works yeah. all the time, right? Yes. So that's how it's supposed to go. Just because... You got a lot of evidence. You got to play by the book. And the DA in this articulates it perfectly. And I, I challenge you to go through YouTube and look at the DA and what he has to say about this because he answers all the questions very good um, uh, on this this murder. The They release him from the police station. All the journalists are waiting at the house. This is how Homeboy comes back to the house. Boom. Dress in a full hazmat outfit. What? Yeah. Oh, that's it's after still the unexplained. Station, right? Yeah, but nobody knows why he is wearing a full hazmat. They took his. Maybe they took his clothes. Yeah, we haven't got an explanation that for that yet. I would but say that they took his clothes yeah. and gave him that suit. Yeah, because he's wearing flip flops. If we, if we that's took great. people's clothes at the jail after a crime, we gave, gave them that that suit right there. Okay, perfect. Well, there you go. Because that's he's got what, the that's my best right. guess. No, you. That's a great. I didn't think about that, but I was like, man, why is his home? Why is he coming back to his house in a hazmat suit? Um, but while the police were there, they're going to do a search warrant. Now, Robert Tillis is not very smart. Robert, uh, this is what they find in his trash. <laughs> oh my gosh! <laughs> this is how he disposes the evidence. He cuts. He up looks like with he looks like Megalomine too, like or whatever. Is Megamind? that yes. Megamind? Yeah, Megalomine. Megamind. That's what he looks like in that photo too. <laughs> he thinks he's got a big head, big brain. Look so at the brains does, on Robert. Yeah, I don't he's think like, I'm so. a politician. These dumb dumb policemen aren't going to stop me. Uh, he cuts up this hat with pair of scissors. It's hilariously Bro, cut off. This go doesn't to even YouTube need to go channel. to court, dude. <laughs> no, <laughs> we can like, convict so this guy right now. <laughs> and he cuts <laughs> up his Nike shoes as well. He cuts the shoes up and throws them away. So they gather all this blood on the shoes that they find. Come back to Robert. Uh, come back to Jeff. Um, the SWAT team that raided. Um, and, and so, by the way, he did barricade himself uh, for a short time while they tried to serve the warrant for his arrest, uh, which he gave himself superficial cuts to his wrist. Um, and they took him to a hospital where he was cleared and taken to jail very quickly. Oh, he, um, he tried to, he tried to get out of, he got incarceritis. Yes. He got in car. He got the felony flu. Yeah. He needed um, to, he needed to try to kill himself with very superficial cuts that would never kill anybody. Which is very similar to the Murdoch murders, which we covered on night shift in a three part series with Andre Ablate. Yeah. Same, same, same play out of the same playbook. Um, so the SWAT team notice, notices that he has defensive claw marks on his arms and his hands. 
um, which they're going to run. <laughs> oh, they just put a picture of Robert next to Megamind and uh, 100% exact. And we'll, we'll actually, Elijah, could you put those two together and we'll put that up on our Instagrammies later and our Facebooks? <clears throat> that would be really funny. Um, so yeah, because this guy is obviously does not outsmart the police in this case. They pull DNA from his fingernails um, <clears throat> and everything else. And uh, with DNA evidence matching, they're more likely than not, this is the murderer who just murdered Jeff. And yesterday they brought him to the courthouse where they gave him a no bail and a no bond. Um, so he is in jail awaiting whatever's next, which I guess would be like the official charge. Now there is speculation at this point, whether they're going to go with first degree murder or second degree murder. I think this is first degree murder all the time, but there's uh, a lot of arguments all day long, but there was a lot of arguments saying that this is this is why he's going to get off because they're going to go with some bullshit charge. Like they have a slam dunk second degree, but they're going to try for the first degree and they're going to lose it all. And this guy's going to get out. And then they start you, listing out call these it second degree when he shows right? up Canvases. intentionally with wearing what he wore and all that stuff. Like you can't, you can't call that like in the heat of the moment. <laughs> no, like, and it's like day, it's like months after he lost the primary election. But, you know, stabbing is a very personal crime. And, and they've, you know, that's yeah, as a law enforcement officer, you know that like when somebody gets stabbed, you know, if it's not, if it's outside of just like a fist fight that you're losing, um, you know, if it's a murder by knife, that's a very, it is a passionate crime, but it's a, it's a very personal crime. And I think me personally, I think Robert wanted Jeff to know that he was fucking killing him and he was going to stab him to death on the side of his house. Um, don't fuck with me, Jeff. Like you fucked with the wrong guy. Uh, and, and this, again, I, I blame this a lot on the political climate. These politicians more often than not, or, or not more often than not, but more often Lee are now getting into office and bullying, harassing. And it's just coming, it's just becoming like a very prevalent thing. It's like parks and recreation, the show, they make fun of it. The reason why I don't like watching parks and rec, even though I, it's one of my favorite comedies is because I've been working with local government now building my own distillery and, and um and doing things they think they're so amazingly powerful yeah i'm like oh my god parks and rec is like super true like it's all bullying it's all tit for tat it's all you didn't want to do this for me so i'm not going to do it for you it's talking behind people's back it's and and none of it's for the good of the people none of it none of it's helping or benefiting you, you know your town that you live in so um and this is just where that culture war is, is kind of coming to a head and boiling over. And it's just guy is just very sloppy about it. You know, he could be a little bit more Hillary Clinton about it and discreet should have hired a homeless guy to do it. But, uh, here's a picture of Robert and Jeff. Um, I don't know. Robert looks like a villain to me though. Doesn't he just look like a bad character? Yeah. <laughs> like, oh, I'm going to kill you later. Dickhead. <laughs> yeah, dude. It's so spot on. <laughs> oh, it's so spot on. But, you know, great job to Las Vegas uh, investigators, Las Vegas Metro Police for, uh, you know, getting on top of this ex- extremely fast and closing it. I mean, that's that's pretty damn fast to, you know, find a body, charge a politician, have a politician behind bars. And, uh, and I'm glad it's getting the, the news that it needs to get uh, because – as I was researching this, I found several other politicians. Um, now, there was an article about why they why they are afraid of the first 
degree murder. And it's because they were showing like all these other politicians in Las Vegas in the last five to 10 years that have been charged with stealing like $240,000 to go gamble with. And then all they had to do was uh, complete gambling addiction rehab. And then they got their, their part, their uh, office back. Um, these politicians wow. that used all this money to go in on these like elusive tracks, all they had to do was pay back the money that they took, you know, to pay on these tracks and they get to sit back in their office. So there's a lot of corruption, I guess, going on in Las Vegas, um, small time politics. And, and it makes you wonder, it's like, well, if that's happening in Las Vegas, you know, what's happening in Atlanta, what's happening in Detroit, what's happening in Jacksonville, what's happening in, you know, my Same own thing town. everywhere. And it is the same thing everywhere. And, and I think, if anything, we should all be more concerned with local politics as well as big politics. But I think yeah, we should only, all be bringing awareness. The only way you get to big politics is, is from local yeah. politics. If we, if we all took the local politics more seriously and were more involved at our local level, that's that, – when I, when I was uh, screaming uncontrollably earlier, when I said this is fixable, it is by, by personal responsibility – and getting involved at a local level somehow in the community. Um, that's that's the way out, man. And, and I hope, you know, a lot of cops, you know, we're all lazy. Like, when you know, we go to court and we do the family stuff, we do the gym stuff, and we don't want to do the local thing. But, like, you got to support your cops that are into that. And I, and I, you know, I was guilty of not doing that when I was a cop. But, you know, there are certain cops that love to get involved with the unions and lead the unions and whatever. And that's why these things are kind of important, man, because, you know, Ned died here in Wake County. Um, and and, it, and it very much so was politics contributed to his death. It 100% contributed to his death. Mm -hmm. They're short-staffed. They're understaffed. He would have never been alone. He would not have been afraid to call for a check-in on a suspicious vehicle if they were staffed properly. You know, because when you have that mindset, oh, yeah, dude, we got a full staff tonight, man. Like, I'm not going to risk it, dude. I'm just going to call, you know, give somebody something else to do. Plus, it gives somebody a chance not to get another bullshit call. You know, if you get a call over the radio to, to support K9, you're like, hell yeah, I'm going to do that before, the, you know, the 31 car break-ins uh, at the apartment complex at 4 o'clock in the morning start coming in. I'm definitely going to go help that guy. But if you're short-staffed, everybody's already tied up and you're just gonna be like, I'm going to do a suspicious vehicle by myself. And none right. of that short staffing happened until this guy was elected. And of, and of course this was an illegal alien, um, which under the sheriff, Gerald Baker here was not doing any kind of detainers with ice and, and had ice removed from the jail. And so they were having to release these violent um, illegal alien offenders back into the community, uh, knowing that they're not going to come back to court because they can't get detainers on them. And nobody knows who they really are because they don't have real green cards. So, the local elections, local politics absolutely affects you as a law enforcement officer. And, and, and stuff like this is just going to keep happening because they feel like they have too much power. Politicians in today's, in 2022, they feel like they are absolutely untouchable because they are all getting away with the craziest shit. Yeah. Yeah. You ain't kidding, man. It's nuts. Hey, uh, real quick before I forget, um, guys, a new a new supporter of the show uh if you guys like cigars um i do enjoy the occasional cigar myself uh not not usually i i don't like to smoke a cigar by myself i would rather be with a group of people smoking a cigar having good conversation i really really enjoy that and so do the guys at founders cigar company um they are, are veteran owned and they are super, super supportive of law enforcement and, and military 
and they're good guys. They Their whole purpose about their company is to help build community, uh, bring people together over a good cigar. Uh, and so they, they have given us a discount code Wolfpack. So if you like cigars, you can show support to them because they, they show support to law enforcement. Uh, foundercigarco.com, use the code Wolfpack. Uh, more about them in the future. I'm going to do a giveaway with that. There's some things, there's some cool things in the works there for you guys with giveaways and, and other cool stuff. I so love far. cigars. Uh, I love cigars. Yeah. I know you think it's the end of the show, but it's really not the end of the show because we have a couple other things that we got to chat about. And and one of the things that I wanted to bring up is that uh, Jeff, Jeff had been dealing with a mob and didn't get killed. He'd been dealing with white nationalists and didn't get killed. He was investigating the FBI's involvement in the mass shooting and he didn't get killed <clears throat> if jeff would have been a concealed carrier and an avid carrier and had was armed he might got it he might would have been able to finish that fight now i don't know what the rules are in las vegas i'm guessing that they probably what are the concealed carry laws in vegas you know probably you probably can't it's probably very hard to get a concealed carry license i don't know I nevada's no a strange place it's a strange place but either way we are uh, bringing on and this is like dude this is like one of my favorite new sponsors that we have and that's the U.S. Concealed Carry Association. And the reason why this is like super important, especially if you're a law enforcement uh, supporter, if you're a fan, if you're law enforcement yourself and you're going to carry, um, the U.S. CCA provides you with all the things that you need to carry a concealed weapon competently. Um, not only do they give out magazines when you subscribe to this, uh, to the U.S. CCA, they give you uh, benefits, uh, lots of benefits. I'll go over those with you. But also they provide you with an insurance as well so that if you get in this, they can provide you an attorney quick, fast, and in all sorts of hurry. But uh, right now you can go to the U.S. Concealed Carry Association.com forward slash Wolfpack to learn more. The U.S. Concealed Carry Association is an association of over 650,000 members dedicated to helping people make informed decisions. Members receive exclusive benefits geared towards self-defense education training and self-defense liability insurance. Simply owning a gun doesn't prepare you for armed self-defense. You must be prepared to turn the tables and stop the threat. Uh, imagine the peace of mind. Uh, imagine that peace of mind that you wouldn't have to worry about somebody showing up with a vendetta to stab you. Because you never know who's deranged. You don't know who you're firing or who's gotten fired because maybe you told on them because they were late. Maybe you were a supervisor at work. I don't know. But I bet you Jeff didn't think that he was going to get murdered at 11.45 in the afternoon, 11.48 in the afternoon. you got to always be prepared for this stuff. Um, the USA memberships, you will learn how to increase your situational awareness, shoot accurately, fortify your home, prepare your loved ones, identify and avoid threats, de-escalate violations, stop multiple attackers. They've got uh, different classes. Uh, you can get access to over 200 easy to understand videos. You can become a level one or level two or level three USCCA qualified through their, uh, their little management system there. Uh, you get the concealed carry magazine, self-defense liability insurance. Um, but, uh, you're part of a, a cool community with connections. There's lots of perks and discounts. So join now, man. It's, it's really important. If you carry a concealed weapon, you should definitely be joining the United States concealed carry association. Uh, go to uscca.com forward slash Wolfpack. Um, and last but not least, baby, we've got blue chew. For a couple of months now, check this out, guys. If you're a law enforcement officer, you're a first responder, you see heinous shit. If you read my book that's coming out pretty soon, which is called Pig Latin, a serious but funny true story, some of those stories are going to make you soft. 
And you don't want to be soft. You want to be hard. You want to be hard all the time. There's enough stress on the job that you don't need to be worried about your sexual performance. Now, I didn't know a lot about this stuff, but because Blue Chew wants to be a sponsor, I had to go on. I had to do a survey. I had to talk to a online doctor. Um, and I'm going to get to try this stuff out. You don't even have to have an erectile dysfunction per se. Um, you just fill out the survey to see if this is safe for you. It's a chewy. You take one chew, uh, preferably on an empty stomach. <laughs> I see a documentary in the works. Transy. A, a, story, a story of transformation from flaccid to hard. Hard. Um, and, and I guess the survey I did... Um, I applied for it. And by the way, this took me like 10 minutes. I did it like right before the show. And like the, the online doctor like goes like right, like as soon as you're done filling out the application, the online doctor pops right up, asks you a whole bunch of questions. Hello, how are you, Transy? And then, how would you let your directions? God. I will give you, I will give you 12 blue shoes. Why do you have to do that? Why did you have to what? do it? I don't know. Why did you have Is to it do it time? <laughs> no, absolutely not at all. It was an American nurse oh, cool. doctor who was fucking awesome she was like the Sorry. nicest fucking nicest lady of all time and like i even asked her question she said like preferably i should be taking the stuff on a uh on an empty stomach and i said well like uh but what if oysters do oysters enhance the chew That's and she even laughed it. she thought that was funny because uh, oysters are an aphrodisiac so she laughed i mean like i had a great conversation with the with i the will lady. make you give you the blue chew for being harder than mount rushmore it will be uh, like a rock Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. I think the application that I filled out, 20 bucks a month and you get a subscription to this stuff. So um, you can take them anytime, day or night. You can plan ahead or be be ready whenever. And again, these are a prescription valve, so they're not like over-the-counter. This isn't like an over-the-counter uh, gas station drug. This is, uh, this is just... This is, it's the same ingredients as Viagra and Cialis. So you have to do the doctor thing. You have to do the little questionnaire to get it for you. Um, and it just gives you the peace of mind. It doesn't mean that you have erectile dysfunction per se, but it might mean that like when you have uh, uh, traumatic incidents and things might be difficult for you for a couple of weeks or months leading up to that, that travel, this is just something that gets you in the game, man. So it's one less stress that you have to have. Um, once you get approved, the best part is that it's all done online. You don't have to visit a doctor's office. There's no awkward conversations unless you bring up oysters. Uh, Blue Chew's tablets are made in the USA, prepared and shipped direct to your door in discreet packaging. Uh, uh, right now, if you go with the benefit, you can get a, fr a free sample of this. Use that promo code Wolfpack. Uh, $5 shipping, bluechew.com, promo code Wolfpack to receive your first month free. All you got to do is pay that $5 shipping. Um, I'm going to give it a shot, man. Uh, everybody knows here that I have no problem getting hard. I'm hard all yeah, the time. Right. Probably hard too much. I'm probably hard uh, five too times. much. I'm hard right now. Uh, that wasn't me. That wasn't me. That was five times. That was the that was the Australian dude that Ashley. got murdered by his wife. But I I say Nonstop. that I'm probably good for three if you play your cards right. Yeah, right. In a day, in a 24 hour time, I could probably knock out three. Mm -hmm. Right now with no blue chew. So now I'm going to do the blue <laughs> chew and see if I can get. I'm going to try to see if I can use blue chew and see if I can go for five or six. I want to see what it does. So I got it coming. Do you want it? Do you want to? You want to get up on the bandwagon? You want me to have them send you some? I got a code just for I'll you. Be, no, I'll, I'll be number six for you if you can get through five. I'll be number six. <laughs> <laughs> but how do I prove that I did five? I have to like send you because like if samples? you get to me, you've done it. <laughs> That's how confident I am that you won't get five. Dude, I'm excited to have the the blue chew though on there. I mean, I, you know when we. We've had these things in the past and they've always done really well because 
a lot of look, I mean, a lot of first responders, man, it, it all starts at home. Being a good cop means life's got to be good at home. And if you're not taking care of business at home and look, it might be as simple as, uh, I, I, you know, you're not hard cause you, you have like, you know, don't, don't think about like erectile dysfunction is like my dick doesn't work. That's not what I'm talking about. <laughs> you know, you're having nightmares <laughs> of these dead babies and domestic Dude, violence. You might not want to be hard. Dead, 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 blah, 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 blah. dead like media's comment. <laughs> Pride Mike writing checks his ass can't catch. <laughs> yeah, he's about to catch it. I'm about to cash in on that booty. On that be gross booty, but um, I don't know. I'm gonna think Stay of a, another me. giveaway this week for I'll for Robert, stop. I'll, I'll turn into Robert. Tell us real quick. Oh God, I'll be the Robert. Tell us you'll you be try to you'll accost. Be, you try. You'll to be the one that's me. getting. Will, you'll be the I one that's getting stabbed knife. seven. I'll times. beat you to death with my bare. No, hands. I'll be stabbing you seven times with my hardy rag penis. Gross. Hotel Transy, <laughs> where we leave a blue chew on your ghost bed pillow at night. <laughs> oh my God. Also with a founder's cigar on top of the bed and a rip pack for after the cigar. Man, we, we got we brought you guys. We got a lot of stuff. And now. manscaped in the bathroom. We have you covered. It's like anything in the bedroom and bathroom is like all set with us. And Christmas is coming, baby. And birthdays are always around the corner. But like, dude, oh, I love you, that we get to go Gideon find our boxes. own sponsors. We got 10 in oh, stock yeah. if you want a Gideon Oh, we box. do. We got the Gideon boxes back. Yeah, 10 in stock. Because those sold in the f- first weekend. But like, yeah. that's what, isn't that great about picking our own sponsors now? Is that like we can pick shit that like our, our viewers like actually need and want? Like, feels good. Like, feels good to be bringing on like cool stuff. And we've always loved Manscaped. We've always loved Ghostbed. We all carry concealed. P- who doesn't need a freaking blue chew from now and then? I'm all in. But that blue chew, you'll be, you'll be concealing yet another weapon. Dude, I'm going to call you. I'm going to take it. I'm going to call you and be like, dude, I'm so hard right now. You have no idea. I'm not answering. I can promise. Freaking even Whoopi Goldberg's turning me on right now. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, that was a ton of ad reads at the end of the show. But uh, hey, a lot of people stuck through. I was watching the numbers. So, like Most people, when we started Dude. wrapping up, disappeared. But then we stayed 115 plus strong. Dude, we give like, the best ad reads. All through the ad shit. reads. It's amazing. We give the best ad reads of all time. I love it. But go to Blue Chew, man. Check it out. I, I did the online. I was scared to do it. I was like, man, I have to do this. Um, they were like, yeah, we're a sponsor. You got to do it. And uh, actually, I'm like pretty boned up to try it out now. So I was like, I don't have like I can get a, a boner. And she's like, well, the, you know, in those times when you, you know, when your wife's ready to go and maybe you're just not feeling it, maybe you're feeling a little bit depressed, a little bit low, you know, what'd she say? How soon do you got to take it? It is. It's not instantaneous, right? Um. Yeah. So the one. So it's good for four hours. And it's it, like 45 minutes prior to your engagement. Oh, there you go. And then, but it's, you don't get a boner for 45 minutes. I mean, for four, four hours, you don't get like a boner. It just means like you're, you're ramped up. Like there's blood flow. Like you're, you're just excited, you know? And so you can get a boner when you're ready to, when you're horny. But I'm, I'm going to tell you right now, like if I'm taking the blue chew, like I'm, I would, art, see, that's the thing is like even thinking about it, I would already be hard thinking about it. And then I would oh, take gosh. it and then All I would right. know I take it. And then I'd be hard for gross. the <laughs> And then I would just be sore. <laughs> I'm glad. Like, How do I get Whatever you said, I'm glad we missed it. <laughs> Please make it stop. Uh, oh. <laughs> we'll see what happens, dude. I'm going to do it. The leaning tower of transy. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> <laughs> Jeff Shear says, well, Bluetooth lasts for two minutes. It's all I need. <laughs> Evidently, it lasts for four hours, but it, I, it doesn't mean you have a hard on for four hours. Um. <laughs> 
<laughs> Ruben Snyder says, I guess I can finally achieve a no hands push up after taking blue chew. Uh, if you're <laughs> uh, carrying like the with the US, hands. if you're carrying with the USCCAA, USCCA, go ahead and put that gun away uh, before you take this stuff, you know, because you're going to be shooting loads all over. Oh, the place. stop, stop, <laughs> stop, stop, stop. Thanks for joining yeah. us. Yeah. I made it through. <laughs> Nobody even saw that one coming. Oh, boy. Dude, I can go all day. Right, we got to end this now. I got to go. We love you guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>